Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind focusing in on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. In the previous two episodes of The Monster Fact, we discussed chaos demonology within the fictional far-future universe of Games Workshop's Warhammer 40,000. We discussed both the blood god Korn and Zinch, the changer of ways, as well as some interesting connections they each have to military and religious history. Today, we turn our attention to the plague god Nurgle, the master of contagion and general grossness. His demonic minions are foul, oozing, and bloated wrecks. His mortal followers also willingly give their bodies and souls over to this sort of corruption. From the top of his ranks, the monstrous great unclean one, to the lowly swarms of Nurglings, we see a common likeness said to resemble Nurgle himself, rotund, toad-like humanoids with rupturing guts and rot-toothed grins. As such, it's easy to equate Nurgle with the Christian deadly sins of sloth and gluttony. But the ninth edition Chaos Demons Codex from Games Workshop tells us that Nurgle is actually empowered by mortal suffering and despair. It is when famines and pestilence are at their worst in the universe, and vast interstellar populations lose all hope that Nurgle advances on their souls and physical worlds. He offers them a bit of twisted wisdom. It is not courage to resist disease and corruption, it is courage to give in to these forces and to embrace Nurgle's blessings. Nurgle's name was, of course, inspired by the ancient Babylonian god Nergal, a god of pestilence, famine, and war, who could be called upon to protect his worshippers from these very forces. He also became associated with the Sumero-Akkadian underworld. 40K's Nurgle is in many ways a darker and more twisted take on these elements. On the battlefield, the demonic forces of Nurgle make for quite a grotesque horde, full of humanoid plague bearers and great slug-like monstrosities. There's also a dark whimsy to such units as the Grand Cultivator Horticulus Slimux on his snail demon mount Mulch, as well as the capering Blessed Nurglings. But of course, we have to focus in on the Herald of Nurgle, Sloppity Bile Piper. Like other plague-bearer demons, he's a green-skinned humanoid bursting with infection and decay. But he's also a jolly soul, full of song and twisted mirth. The Codex tells us that he prances on the battlefield, infected by a deadly and highly contagious laughing disease. In one hand, he grips a jester's merit, decorated with his own face, of course, as well as a steaming mass of guts fashioned into a set of bagpipes, which he plays. His performance hastens the troops, but the Codex tells us that it's uncertain if this is accomplished via inspiration or annoyance. 
he spreads the dancing plague as he cavorts, and when he eventually falls on the battlefield, his own body will turn into the next set of gut pipes for the next herald to take up and play. Now, there's a lot of fun gallows humor to this unit, but it also may raise some interesting questions about actual bagpipes. For starters, we should clarify that while bagpipes are strongly associated with Scottish and Irish tradition, some form of bagpipes have been played for centuries across Europe and parts of Asia and Africa. In different cultural traditions, it does seem that animal stomachs were used in the creation of bagpipes on occasion, such as uh, the, uh, the stomachs of sheep or seals. But most bagpipes you encounter today are going to be made out of synthetic materials or animal hides. In some cases, the bagpipe may be made from a largely intact skin, with the various stalks of the bagpipes connecting to where the limbs and head of the animal would have previously attached. So on one level, the notion of bagpipes made from flesh is not that far removed from their material origins. Additionally, there is something to the way bagpipes inhale and exhale that encourages the animal comparison. Oh, and of course, the TV series Garth Marenghi's Dark Place exploited this uh, quite uh, humorously in the episode Scotch Mist, in which an animate pair of bagpipes attacks the main character. As for the comparison to be made between bagpipes and human entrails, I actually found an interesting treatment of this in the 1850 humor book Memoirs of a Stomach by Sidney Whiting. The author, writing as a human stomach, compares itself to the bagpipe and shares a supposed origin story of the musical instrument. In it, a necromancer reanimates the stomach of a fallen Scottish warrior as bagpipes. Allow me to read a bit of it to you. Quote, There sat the weird king, wand in hand, and there lay the digestive organs of the departed, at length he uttered a few strange words, and tracing some hieroglyphics in the air with his royal finger, he exclaimed aloud, Change thou thy form, O thing of mighty use, when in the living clay and on thy tube let there be stops and keynotes, and in thy bag let there be wind, and let the natives of this region have cunning to play upon thee, and let thy tones be ever as the shrieks of a tortured man, so that the Arenis may be satisfied, and let thou be called now and hereafter bagpipe, so that what I spoke may come to pass even unto the letter, he said, and his astonished retainers raised from the earth the first instrument bearing that name born unto Scotland. Now again, this is a work of humor and should not be interpreted as Scottish lore. If anything, I detect some possible anti-Scottish sentiments to the work, uh, but suffice to say, that Grandfather Nurgle was not the first to snicker at the idea of stomachs as bagpipes. It's also worth noting that laughing plagues have occurred in the real world, likely cases of mass hysteria, but this is another story and shall be told another time. Join me next week as we continue our journey through the Chaos Demon Factions. Tune into The Monster Fact each Wednesday in the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast feed. As always, you can email us at contact at Stuff to Blow Your Mind. Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. The future of wireless is here, and it's transparent. 
Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, really. What are you waiting for? Get with the times and switch to Visible at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 